Hi there, I'm Sue Elvis from the blog Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 131. And today I'm talking about making unschooled kids learn maths just in case. This is another episode in my new series. I am sharing some of my old blog posts. Well, some of them aren't that old. This is a very recent one. Anyway, I am sharing some of my blog post stories. And then after I have read the story, I am discussing some of the main points. This is the second episode in the series. Last week, you might remember, I shared a story called, Are You a Curious Unschooler? Yes, I was talking about ways that we can encourage our children to be curious people, ourselves as well. Why is this important? Well, of course, it's important for our children's learning. But also, if we want to be legally registered as homeschoolers at the same time as unschooling, it makes the whole process a lot easier. So yes, I was talking about how we can unschool and not compromise our lives while we are at the same time registered homeschoolers. So I'm wondering how you got on with that last episode. Did you find it helpful? And how are you finding this new format? I'm not saying I'm going to record all my podcasts this way. As I said, it is a new series. But I'm hoping that you will enjoy some of my blog post stories. And yeah, it is something new that I'm trying for a short while. So on to this week's episode. I'm going to read the story first. Making unschooled kids learn maths just in case. Should we make our unschooled kids learn maths in a formal way just in case? Is this sensible? We never know when they might need to prove they have covered all the skills presented in maths courses. What if they want to apply for a university degree course that has a maths prerequisite? What if our kids decide they'd like to go to school and so have to slot back into the system with their age peers? These are situations some unschoolers have told me they've had to deal with. They've let go of maths and then later they've regretted their decision because their kids have been behind in maths. When responding to concerns about maths, I always say that maths can be learnt whenever a child needs it. It's never too late for kids to acquire any necessary skill and catch up to where they need to be. Of course, catching up takes time. A child can't learn everything overnight. But usually, when we have a need for knowledge, we learn at a faster rate. If there's a particular reason for learning something, we're prepared to put in a lot of effort. But even knowing that it's possible for kids to catch up, some parents are still anxious. Maybe they're worried about time. Could there be a reason why their kids don't want to spend extra time learning the required math skills? Are they working to a rigid timetable? For most kids, time shouldn't matter. The window of opportunity to get into university isn't small. Anybody of any age can apply to do a degree course. No one misses out because they are too old. However, 
Maybe we've got into the habit of thinking that kids must apply to university as soon as they finish school, which is usually when they are 18. They work hard and complete their courses, and then they get jobs. It's the way things are usually done. But kids don't have to work to this timetable. They could continue studying for the skills they need after they have reached the official school leaving age. If, for some reason, continuing to study full time isn't an option, could a child work and study part time? There's more than one way of doing things. There really isn't any need to panic because time is running out. But time might matter when we're talking about school. If kids enter the school system, they're expected to be at the same level as their age peers. And unschooled kids might indeed be behind when it comes to maths. Catching up might not only be hard work, it could be discouraging as well. Wouldn't it be better if all unschooled kids learnt maths in a formal way, just in case they want to go to school? I wonder if having one eye on school compromises our unschooling lives. Does it lessen our commitment? Does it prevent us from immersing ourselves fully in this way of life? Our family never talks about school. For us, it's not an option. However, even if parents are fully committed to one schooling, shouldn't kids be free to choose? What if one of my kids wants to go to school? I don't think this is likely to happen. Our life is too good to give up for the experience of school. But yes, my children are free to choose and anything is possible. If one of them wanted to go to school and they were behind with maths, we'd probably talk about what they would have to achieve to fit in with their age grade. Are they willing to work hard to catch up? Should they do this before entering school? If school is important enough, Kids will find a way of getting there. This applies to university as well. Of course, there are times when our unschooled kids learn maths in a formal way just in case, and it has nothing to do with us. Parents don't have to force them to do it. There are no battles. Why do I have to learn maths? I'll never need it. We don't have to point out that. Despite appearances, the maths may be useful. No, sometimes our children freely choose to do a maths course. When my daughter Imogen was about 17, she decided to complete an advanced maths course. At the time, she was interested in many things, including medicine. She knew the medical degree course had a maths prerequisite, so she asked me to find her a suitable course to complete. Just in case she decided that she'd follow this passion. By the time she finished the maths course, Imogen was no longer thinking about a career in medicine. Instead, she wanted to study writing. Imogen didn't need maths to apply for her Bachelor of Arts degree in professional writing and publishing. So, was completing the higher maths course a waste of time? Does Imogen regret doing it? It depends on how you look at it. Imogen is rather pleased that she is the only eldest child who has ever completed an advanced maths course. But a few years down the track, 
Does she remember much of what she learnt? No. I never used the maths, says Imogen, so now I've forgotten most of what I learnt. Imogen's maths result is a bit like my science degree. We both ended up with meaningless bits of paper. We did our courses, but remember little of what we learnt. Sometimes I wonder what interesting things kids could be doing instead of spending time learning stuff just in case. And then I added a note to the end of that blog post. I said, just because we don't make our unschooling kids learn maths doesn't mean they don't have any math skills. Children use maths all the time in their everyday lives. My youngest daughter, Gemma Rose, uses maths while she's running. She mentally calculates distances and times as she runs along our local bush tracks or around the lake. She adds, subtracts, multiplies, divides and estimates. She uses whole numbers and decimal fractions. If she uses her GPS watch, she has extra mathematical data to delve into once her run is over. She can look at graphs, pi, bar, column and line, and find out her average pace and speed. She can work out which was her fastest lap. She can compare data from different days. Gemma Rose can look at the elevation of the running location, the air temperature, the time of day, and she can view a map of her running route. She's doing lots of maths. She's also using geographical skills too. Except Gemma Rose doesn't think about it like that. As far as she's concerned, she's not doing maths and geography. She's just enjoying herself. Running is one of her passions. If you're a regular reader of my blog, you might be familiar with Gemma Rose's maths story, how I've had to tread carefully with her when mentioning the word maths. Well, I have another instalment in this story I could share with you. Recently, something changed. Do you want to hear about it? If you do, I could write another Unschool Maths post. And that's what I did. The next post on my blog is one that is called When an Unschooler Isn't Interested in Maths. And that described my daughter Gemma Rose very well. Gemma Rose, by the way, is 14. She has always had an aversion to the word maths. I've had to step very, very carefully with her when mentioning that word. I haven't wanted to scare her away because every time she does come in contact with formal maths, she freezes up. And I was wondering whether her early exposure to formal maths actually turned her off the subject. Perhaps that wasn't the best way for her to understand maths and to appreciate it. So I have been strewing maths experiences for the past few years, trying to interest her in the subject. And yes, there is another installment in her math story. And maybe I can share that with you next week. But before then, I'm just going to go back and talk about a few things in this week's maths story. First of all, I wonder why so many people have a problem unschooling maths. Yes, it is the one subject that a lot of people find hard to let go. And I didn't let go of it for a long time. In the end, I was forced to let go of it because I could see that my youngest two children were really hating maths. 
They thought they weren't very good at it. They just didn't want to know. And I thought, well, we could either keep on going along this pathway of formal maths. I could keep on making my kids do it. We could battle over it. I could make them do it just in case they need it further down the track. Or I also could make them do it so that I have some maths notes in my um, homeschool records book. But I chose not to do that because, as I said with Gemma Rose, I wanted her to experience maths in a different way. Perhaps she would like maths if it was presented in a different way. If I could find some different resources, some different ways of exposing her to it. And so that's what I've been doing. Is it sensible to make unschooled kids learn maths just in case? Because they might want to go to university. Five of my children have studied at university level. And only one of my children has completed a high school maths program. I think it depends on what course a child wants to do. If they want to do an arts course, in Australia, they don't need maths. They don't need to prove that they have done a maths course. What I find funny is that my son Duncan, who is my second child, he not only has a Bachelor of Arts degree, he also has a Master of Teaching degree for primary teaching. And he did all that study, and he didn't finish his high school maths program. Nobody found out. Nobody asked, have you done a formal maths course? He gave up partway through. Of course, he has all the basic math skills, and he did study maths at high school level. He just didn't complete the course, and it made no difference whatsoever. But if a child does need a maths prerequisite, they could either plan like Imogen and choose to do it themselves, or... If they find out too late, they could delay going to university and do their maths course first. There are a number of maths courses designed to give young people the necessary math skills they will need so that they can apply to go to university. Special courses offered by universities that last about 12 weeks that will teach them all they need to know to begin their degree courses. Yes, kids can always learn something at a later date. I said that somewhere in the post. And I think that is very true. And I also think that a lot of the people who object to giving up maths also agree that kids can learn something at a later date if they have a need. The only problem is that sometimes people aren't willing to be flexible with time. And I wonder, why are we in such a hurry? Why do we have to do things to the usual timetable? For most of us, it doesn't matter whether we go to university this year or next year or the year after. If we can't afford to support ourselves, we could always get a job and study part-time, get our learning skills up to date, and then apply to university. I must admit that after writing this blog post, I got an unexpected comment. A friend in Denmark told me that time does matter to students in Denmark, that they are penalised if they don't go to university straight after school. Each year that they delay going to university, the situation gets worse and worse. They must have some sort of score that they use to compete with other people to get into university, and each year a little bit of that score gets taken away, which I find rather strange. And I'm glad it's not that way here in Australia. 
So I am assuming that for most people, time isn't the big issue that we sometimes think it is. Well, anyway, that's a few thoughts on this week's blog post story. And as I said, I will be back next week with another one called When an Unschooler Isn't Interested in Math. Before I finish this week, I would like to tell you about two very short videos that I've made recently. I published them both on YouTube this week. One is called, Are You a Curious Unschooler? And of course, by now that title should be very familiar to you. It was the title of last week's episode. It is also the title of a blog post I've written. And now it is the title of a video I've made. It's just a little fun video that illustrates a few of the points that I was talking about last week. It's less than two minutes long, and it's on my Sue Elvis YouTube channel. And the other video is called, What Will You Strew Today? Obviously, this video is about strewing. Maybe it will give you a few ideas of things that you can strew in front of your children. Again, this video is less than two minutes. I'm planning to make a few more videos. They are quite fun to make and they're a different way of spreading the unschooling message. Yeah, nice and quick, easy to watch. Hopefully there's a couple of points in each video that will get people thinking. So if you haven't already seen those videos, why don't you hop over to my YouTube channel, Sue Alvers, and take a look. And while you're over on YouTube. If you haven't already subscribed to my channel, then please do. And then you'll hear about all the other videos that I'm going to make. One last thing. This morning in my email inbox, I received a receipt. This is for my podcast hosting fees. Yes, I have just paid for another year's worth of podcast hosting. It was an automatic payment. Actually, I forgot all about it. And it seems that I have paid the fee. And it seems to me that it would also be a waste of money if I didn't continue podcasting, if I yeah, wasted my hosting fees that have just been paid. I should say that those hosting fees were paid for by my Patreon supporters. If you go back a few episodes, you will know that I was on Patreon for a while and my kind supporters pledged some money so that I could continue podcasting. My page is still on hold at the moment. I haven't quite decided what I want to do with it. So I'm coming to the end of episode 131. I would like to invite you to go over to my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. Maybe you could stop by and give me some feedback about these podcasts. Are they interesting? Are they helpful? What would you like to hear about? I shall be back next week with that other maths post. But until then, thank you for listening. And don't forget to trust, respect, and love unconditionally.